Good morning. Merry Christmas. Now, usually you wouldn't want a pile of coal for Christmas, but I think it's cold enough that that might be a good <laughs> gift this year, right? Got to keep a little bit warm. Hey, well, as a church body, we're going to be collecting donations for the Capital Area Pregnancy Center starting January 1st through the 15th. Some of the needs that they have mentioned are new pacifiers, teethers, diaper ointment, baby lotion, uh, crib and pack-and-place sheets, uh, new or used 9 through 12-month girl clothes, 9 through 12-month sleepers. Hey, we're going to have a pack-and-play out in the lobby that you can place your donations for that. Uh, during that time, January 1st through the 15th. We also have a, our next Community 101 that will be January 15th, following the morning service. If you're new, working towards membership, or just want to learn more about our church and who we are here, this event is for you. And there's also going to be a lunch provided after that as well. You can give online through January 31st, uh, but if you want to do cash or check, oh, December 31st, sorry, <laughs> that was a good catch, December 31st, or if you would like to do cash or check, uh, it's got to be in the office by 1229 in order for it to be in time for our giving statements uh, for this year of 2022. Those will be sent out mid-January is our goal for sending those out this year. Um, also, uh, we don't really pass around an offering plate, but we do want to thank everyone for your generosity this year. Uh, we want to remind you that, you know, even though we don't pass around a plate, we do have an offering box here at the right side as you leave through the main uh, exit here. So you can feel free to give uh, by putting any donation offering and tithe in there. Uh, I just want to welcome anyone that's new here. Uh, to community. We have a little gift bag out here in our lobby on the counter. Uh, we invite you to take one. It has a gift inside for you. It also has a little paper that we just ask that you fill out. That way we can get to know you a little bit more and that we can get con connected uh, and just kind of welcome you here at community. Uh, so feel free to uh, take one of those, enjoy the gift, and, and maybe let us get to know you a little bit more. Would everyone join with me in standing as we open in a word of prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning for the birth of your son as we celebrate that. And the, just the beginning of the journey that that means, that through Jesus we can have grace that saves God. We thank you. May that be on our hearts and our minds this morning as well throughout this day. May it paint the way that we live our lives, not just on Christmas, but all throughout this new year. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. God telling on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. God telling on the mountain that you. Oh, no. 
Thank you so much for this day, the place you provided for us to come and worship you. This is a special day that we think about uh, your coming to earth and why you came, God, and many years ago. And just thank you that uh, that's available to us to continue to seek you. And we just pray throughout this season as we just think about uh, why you came and how uh, do we just uh, dedicate ourselves to you and allow you to work in our lives as we interact with our friends and our family on this time of year, that we can just have that joy and just have an opportunity to share your love with those that are around us. We just pray that we could be that light to you in this world. We give us all to you today in your name. Amen. Can you see? Okay, boys and girls. You got any key little boys and girls here on Christmas Day? I have a little talk I want to share with you up around the Christmas tree. All right, so could you join me up around the Christmas tree? I, I have some of the, the teenagers are going to help us out, too. Would you come on up with me, too? All right, I'm coming over. All right, that's good. Come on down. All right. Join me here. I'm going to sit here with you, okay? Yep. Hey, how you doing? Wow. Did anybody get any presents this morning? Did you really? Come on down. Yeah, great. Come on, oh man, we have people here from all over the world. I see some people here that are from the Philippines, is that right? Wow, that's a long trip, wow, and it, oh, 
That's a good one with Daddy. Anybody else wants to bring one down? That's good, too. Okay. Hey, uh, what did you get for this morning? Anybody get special presents? Yeah, what'd you get? Hot Wheels pack. All right, I like it. like it. What'd you get? Oh, a sticker book. That's fun. Dolls, too? Wow, you had a good Christmas. Did everybody have a good Christmas morning? Yeah, yeah. We did, too, even though we didn't open any presents. We still have them waiting at home, I think. Oh, yeah, dear. Okay. How about that? When you get older, you get more patient, I guess. I don't know. Did you open them already? Did you? Oh, and you got that in your stomach. Oh, who is that, Baby Yoda? No, who is it? Yoda. Yoda. Okay, good. All right, we got some wisdom up here. That's good. Ro- Solar-powered robot. We hope for some sun then. Yeah, it's good. All right. Oh, did you? You didn't hear that one. A trip to Disneyland. Disneyland or Disney World? Disney World. Okay. All right. Well, you know they're both good. All right. Cool. You got Legos. All right. Cool. Hey, that's fun. Well, I want to talk to you this morning about the Christmas tree. See it behind us here? Okay, there's one here. I heard somebody uh, this week said they had 17 Christmas trees in their house. Wow. How many do we have, dear? Betty, how many do we have in our house? Oh, she has to count. I think we have maybe eight, seven, five, four, three, two, one. We have one. Okay. All right, four. Four. We got four, four, going for four. Okay, good. All right, four on the floor. All right, what, what do you notice about the Christmas tree? You have one? Okay. What, what do you notice about this tree? It's what? It's big. Okay, what else? Yeah. Has ornaments on it? Yeah. What color is the tree? Green. Green. Okay. And what, is there anything on top? Oh, it's got a big bow. I wonder why there's a bow on our tree. Have any idea? What do you usually put bows on? Okay. It's covering the star. Okay, well, that's one thing. All right. But, but, but did you have any bows on your presents today? Some of you had bows. Okay. Some of your parents knew you were going to rip the paper off so they didn't care, but that's all right. Okay. Uh, oh. Oh, you opened, you left the bows at your grandparents. Okay. Well, you know, I think that bow is up there because, um, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I think that bow is up there because it is the idea of a birthday, a bow on a package for a birthday. Whose birthday is it? Jesus's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So we're celebrating. And, and you know, the tree, it's interesting on the history of the Christmas tree, because way back in time, Trees were sort of a, what we would call a pagan worship thing. That means people that didn't believe in God, they had another God, and they would worship trees. But, but a man named Boniface, back in the early times of the church, uh, he went out and cut down one of the trees that the pagan people worshipped, and the story is that underneath that was an evergreen tree that was sprouting up. And he said, hey, this is the sign of the Christian faith for us. This is evergreen, even in the midst of winter, that the Lord God is our strength and our life. 
Okay, so that was the kind of the origin of the Christmas tree. And then Martin Luther, who was a great Christian leader, he decided that they'd put up a Christmas tree and they would put candle lights on it. Now, that was a little dangerous, I think, with burning lights, but they didn't have electric lights. So he put those lights on there because Jesus is the light of the world, okay? So when we put the tree up here in the church, we want to put it up to praise Jesus, to remember his birthday, all right, and to celebrate his birthday. Cool? Yeah. So why don't we help celebrate, and we're going to ask all these people sitting out here, they're a little older than us, but uh, to join us to sing happy birthday to Jesus, all right? Shall we do that? Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Hey, let's celebrate Jesus. All right. Woo. Hey, I got a present for y'all. Make sure you get one of these before you go back to your mom and dad. They are a decoration for your tree. And it's a church. So you can think about the church when you put it on your tree. And they got some evergreen on there, too, about life in Jesus. Okay, so everybody get one, all right? You got plenty of them here. All right, everybody get one. Here they are. I'll help you out. All right. Okay. Yeah, cool. Did you get one? All right, we got lots of them. Yeah. Man, this is great. All right. Woo. Okay, we're running short, maybe. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, you better get one. I only have one left. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to give it to the little guy, okay? All right, we'll catch you later. All right. Oh, okay, here you go. Somebody else need one? I didn't plan well enough. Oh, you can take it, honey. It's okay. We got. We don't need one left over. All right, there you go. One for family? Okay, is that what they did? All right. All right, next time, Pastor Glenn will have to be ready for more kids. All right. You were all so kind in bringing it back. That was so nice. Sound like a Christmas spirit. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move into our message this morning. And um, this is the final message in our Advent series. And uh, as we talk about the wonder of Christmas, and it's been a great time as we've gone through this month, uh, focusing on the birth of Christ and uh, what he brings, as he brings to us hope, he brings to us joy, he brings to us love, and today we're talking about peace, the peace of Christ that comes to us, the wonder of his peace. The prophet Isaiah prophesied that uh, the coming Messiah would be the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. You know, as I think about those four names, uh, a wonderful counselor to, to guide us out of the depth of our disbelief and inner hurts into the freedom of his truth and his love. The mighty God, able to do anything. You know, uh, Jesus, the uh, second one in the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, fully God, 
Even while he was on this earth, he was fully God, even though he was also fully man. He, he chose to give up some of his position, so to speak, to become like one of us. But still God, fully God. And, and so it's wonderful to know that Jesus is everlasting, always with us, that, that Jesus is able to do all things. He even was participatory in all that has happened, the creation of this world, the creation of you. And all the good things that come our way. He's also the everlasting Father. It's interesting when we think about the Trinity, that there is a certainly mix of all three persons of the Godhead. That, that they all participate in all things and they're all capable of all things. And, and sometimes we think, well, they're just kind of stuck in this one area. No, there the, is a total fellowship. And a total operation. Talk, talk about trying to understand that. Ooh, that's above us, isn't it? But yet it's still true. The Bible makes it very clear. It's true. God is one in three persons. And Jesus has the qualifications and qualities of also the everlasting Father. The, the fatherly care of watching over us and protecting us for all time. And then today, as we're going to focus on this area, he is the Prince of Peace. The one who brings us peace with God. And the one who brings us the peace of God in the midst of our life. And he also brings peace among mankind when he's allowed to be Lord. Paul speaks of this in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. He says, Christ himself has brought peace to us. In the context of that passage, Paul is talking about the fact that Jesus has broken down the wall between Jews and Gentiles. Yeah, that's a big wall, by the way. Still continues to be lots of times in our human experiences when there is division between people because of their background, their beliefs. But Jesus brings the two together Jesus is able to bring any group of people together. <laughs> I haven't traveled the world as much as some folks, but uh, I've traveled a bit. And it's been interesting that when I've been someplace in a completely different culture that thinks completely different than me and I than them, and we have to kind of help each other understand each other, but yet if they're a believer in Christ, there is a oneness that's beyond our culture. Jesus does bring peace among men and women. All people who will submit to him can find peace in a world where there is no peace. Christ has broken down the wall of hostility that separates people. His death on the cross, his position of lordship as the only one who can bring forgiveness of sins, his position as the one who brings peace in a heart will also bring peace in relationships, if we will let him. You know, I've never run into a situation yet where I don't believe that if people really would submit to the lordship of Christ, even in the church, there can be peace problem usually is we're hanging on to something that we want to hang on to. But if Jesus is 
received into our lives, if Jesus is ruling in our lives, he is the Prince of Peace. He'll break down whatever walls we've built up if we'll let him. I got to admit, there's been many times, even in my own life, where I just have had a hard time with finding peace with different folks. Sometimes it's my own fault. Sometimes it's I'm holding on to something. Sometimes they are. And, and you know, it is difficult, sometimes even seemingly impossible, to have peace with everyone because of the hardness of human hearts. But Jesus came to break that down. He came to, to bring a peace that we so desire. I mean, I hear everybody wanting peace. I was listening to some Christmas music on the, the TV this week, and it was interesting how many songs talked about peace, peace on earth. We, we, even, sang, we even played that song this morning on the trumpets. You know, peace on earth, that's a great song. But, but do we have it? <laughs> You know, we desire it. Uh, certainly, political uh, workings of people between nations have been trying to get that for a long time. Doesn't seem to ever quite get there. But Jesus comes to break down the walls of hostility. And he does it. And I really believe that within the body of Christ, uh, we are to be examples to a world that so desperately yearns for peace, that Jesus can bring peace. Peace within and peace among ourselves. Last week, uh, Betty and I watched the movie I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. Any of you seen that? Yeah, quite a few of you. Okay. Yeah, put together by Sight and Sound. It's their first movie, I think, that they've uh, made. And um, um, I don't think they'll mind me promoting their movie with this slide. Okay, but... Um, it's a story of, of Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, uh, called American's poet back in his day. Um, he's the one who wrote the words to this hymn, and um, the story is about him and uh, the fact of his struggles in life and how this song, this poet, poem, I mean, came out of his experience. Longfellow lost his first wife in childbirth, both she and the child died, and uh, eventually he remarried, and his second wife, uh, he had six children with, they, they lost one, but his second wife died in a fire in their home, and he tried to put the fire out, but yet she died, and he was also injured. It was during the Civil War, after her death, and the oldest son was determined, even though he was 17 and didn't have his father's permission, to join the Union Army. And so he went off to war, only to be injured, almost killed. So all of these circumstances were going on in the life of Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. And he was in a deep place of sorrow and darkness in his soul, staying in his room, uh, having other people watch over his children but challenged by his pastor in the midst of his deep sorrow. And he finally came to realize that even in his hurt, even though he thought that God maybe was asleep, if not dead, that wasn't true. 
And so he wrote the words, God is not dead, nor does he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. I'm going to put up the words to this song and just read them to you. Matter of fact, let's read them together. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and mild and sweet their songs repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then rang the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. You know, this really is the message of the angels to the shepherds at the birth of Jesus. That was their word to them. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. Peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. God loves us and he brings to us a lasting peace as we respond to his gift of Jesus in our lives. And it's it's promised to us in the Psalms, in Psalm 23, the good shepherd, Jesus, has come to lead his sheep in green pastures, in pastures of peace. But you know, sheep aren't always following the shepherd. It's kind of interesting that the Bible uses that illustration of us being sheep. Now, you're not all sitting out there going, bah, bah, but sometimes we're kind of like sheep. So we're going to be encouraged, hopefully, with a little bit about that idea with a video that we're going to show right now. If your church has been around long enough, they've probably got one of these hanging on their wall somewhere. It's a painting of a shepherd and a sheep, well, lots of sheep. Uh, Beautiful green pastures, still waters, it's quiet, it's peaceful, it's all of that. But, have you ever tried to steer a sheep? All right, time for dinner. Come back, no, it's okay. You guys, wait, we're friends. Why do you run? Hey, don't get smart out with me, all right? All right, someone's getting the shears. And if I'm to be honest, sheep, they're dumb. I don't know if you've heard, no, they're just not as smart as other animals. No, they're dumb. Like walk off a cliff just because it's there, dumb. All right, do you want me to take you out to pasture? Because I will take you out to pasture. No, no, come back. Aaron, no, Aaron, over here, over here. Goodness gracious, they're just stubborn. Skittish too, fearful little things. Oh, don't be like that. Do you want me to get the shepherd's hook? Do you want me to get the shepherd's hook? Hey, hey, I'm the one that feeds you. Hey, don't ignore me. I think I get kids ministry now. (laughs) Fine. I love you. You ever wondered why Jesus called us a sheep? Kind of a bitter pill to swallow, huh? If we were to closely examine our lives, look at all the messes that we make, 
how fearful we are, how fickle and wayward we can, well, if I can just put it bluntly, how dumb we can be. We are sheep. Yeah, sheep. That's about right. (laughs) But thankfully, God sent us a good shepherd, someone who will be gentle with us when we are far from home, someone who will be firm when he needs to be. Doesn't it say everything that God picked shepherds to send the good news of Jesus' birth? And that right there should remind us of his shepherding ways right off the bat. That first Christmas, it was a sign of peace with God for all eternity. And our shepherd, he paid the price for that peace, the highest price. I don't know about you, but this Christmas, it means so much to me that I have a good shepherd. What a reminder of (laughs) our relationship with the Lord, how much we need him. But also the fact that uh, as his sheep, if we will follow his leading, if we'll let him be the shepherd of our lives, he brings us to peaceful pastures, right? He'll even make us lie down in green pastures. Sometimes we need to be made (laughs) to lie down, but it's all for the good. It's all for the depth of peace in our own hearts. There's no substitute for that. I know in my own life, I find myself getting maybe more anxious and disturbed by things. And until I really will let myself spend time with the shepherd of my soul, when I really fellowship with him, and let him gently guide me and get me back on track. It's only then that I find a peace returning. But the next day I find myself sort of in the same place. We need to keep working on it. He's there. (laughs) He's come. And he hasn't left. And he comes to us afresh every time we come to him. The message of the angels to the shepherds, peace on earth, goodwill to all, is to us today. Jesus said, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. What a great word to us today. He also said, I've told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. Everybody know that? Yeah? Right? But take heart because I have overcome the world, Jesus said in John 16, 33. And in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, we are given a prescription, uh, the way to peace in a daily walk. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. 
Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. This peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Wonderful invitation. We just need to take advantage of it. Because Jesus came, we can have peace within even when there is war without. Humanity's attempts through treaties and political negotiations continue to disappoint us. But Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He himself is our peace. In him we have the promise of peace even when this world is full of trouble. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in Jesus. His peace exceeds anything we can understand. Don't try to figure it all out. Just trust him and rest in his peace. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for coming. We celebrate this day that we recognize as your birth into this world. Thank you for coming as the wonderful counselor and mighty God and everlasting father and prince of peace. Thank you that you have given us, as you've told us, a gift of peace so that our hearts would not be troubled. Lord, we give ourselves afresh to you today, knowing that in you, you are the only way that we truly find peace within our hearts and within our world. Help us to be those who are those who take your peace to others, to be people of peace in your name and for your glory. Amen. Please stand with us. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive the King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy 
to the world. The Lord has come. Wow. What a way, great way to end up our service today. Go forth today and this week and every day into the new year, remembering that we have joy because of Jesus. We have hope because of Jesus. We have love because of Jesus, and we have peace because of Jesus. Go forth in his peace. He loves you. Take his love to others. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas.